welcome to Heavy Eyes uh, with this next installment focusing on Creed 3. So here, if you're... if you're Your on, favorite movie poster of all time. Why are you saying that? Is it because it's not just one shirtless man on there? There's typically two? Is that, That's, I, you tell me. Yeah, I'm just asking. I just want to see your cl- favorite. I just want to see clarification before I respond to this comment that you made. It's your favorite. Why you think this is my favorite poster? You All tell right. me. You tell me. I'm just trying. You got two of them hung up. <laughs> I don't got two hung up. All my posters got all the men got shirt on. Mm. Everybody got shirts on. I don't, I don't mm. discriminate. If you on my wall, you got a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> But here at Heavy Eyes, we give you, well, used, I'm sorry, we used to give you our review from a standpoint of where we might have missed some of the movie because we might have been taking a little mini power nap or a couple throughout the movie, but we don't do that anymore. Now we don't be falling asleep. Yeah. And I, when I do, if if I ever fall asleep Big again, if. I'll uh, say it on the show, but I don't, I don't even see that in my foreseeable future. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll own up to it, but we don't do that no more, so we might <laughs> as well start calling this Wide Open Eyes. Mm-hmm. But until then, it's always going to be Heavy Eyes, so to jump right into it, we gonna give us or give you guys a rundown of Creed three, our thoughts. Uh, we kind of shared some of that on the thirty year old kids episode where we chat about it. If you want to listen to that one, go listen to that. Run back to this because we're gonna be sharing the same, a little bit of the same, a little bit of the difference. You know, kind of taking a, the, the the conversation a little bit further. So with all that being said, Creed three time. So I want to open up the conversation, just getting your thoughts on Creed three. You like the movie? Not like the movie? Want to pan the movie? Was it a knockout? I mean, I can go. I can go all day with the puns if you want me to get started. You see that one video where that dude did the intro and he's saying all them boxing puns, and at the same time, Jonathan Majors and Michael B said bars. No, I don't I know. They, they're hanging out too too often where they're looking at girls' booties at the that same time <laughs> and saying words at the same time. They did. <laughs> John, now, see, that, that's a time where I can see Jonathan Majors as the younger one. Yeah, because he full wasn't head, slick with it at all. Full head turn. Michael B. did the... The casual eye. <laughs> the eyes moved, but nothing else. Jonathan Majors, his whole head twisted off his body just watching her leave the room. I don't know why that cracks me up that Michael B. is older than him. That does not fit. <laughs> just does not fit. Everybody got to tell about it. they like, nah, I don't see that. I'm like, that really just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> he just he got he just got old soul tendencies. But <laughs> all right, so what was your thoughts on Creed three? I thought it was a great movie, a great entry to the series. Uh, I definitely want to see it again. Um, it had some things I haven't really seen in a boxing movie before, and that's impressive coming from Michael B. being a first time director. He added his little anime influences. I was interested to see what that would look like, and it it came up. The expectation was for people getting punched out of the ring, flying (laughs) in the air, et cetera, spirit bombs, um, spirit guns. I definitely thought a couple punches were going to take place in the air where no feet were actually on the (laughs) canvas. I I, I thought for sure, like, I thought the stadium, like, they were going to punch through the stadium, like one punch was going to knock somebody out of the stadium. But it didn't, but they still had some cool punches reminiscent of when Goku was fighting Frieza and he punched <laughs> him and his uh, they did the close-up of him t- uh, Frieza taking the punch. They did something similar with uh, Michael B. taking a punch. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a great movie. No, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, definitely a great addition to the Creed slash Rocky verse, whatever you want to call it now. Uh, 
Yeah, I think it, it kind of brought new life into the series in a way, which is hard to do for a trilogy or whatever you want to call it, a third movie in the series. Uh, like he's, I, th- I think the new energy that young Michael B, not old Jonathan Majors, but old <laughs> or young Michael B brought to the directing, uh, just his his view on the movie. Again, it just brought a fresh. Just a fresh take to a boxing movie, like with the boxing scenes being a big or big reason for that, but just his viewing or just his viewing on where he wanted to take the Rocky universe and the storylines and the structure. I mean, I go back to when Sylvester Stallone was talking about one of the reasons why he initially didn't want to do this movie because he thought they were going in a darker direction with a storyline in a Rocky universe. He just didn't align with that, which even though I feel like he'd be in a hater. I still also see that it makes sense <laughs> because Rocky was PG <laughs> back in the day. Like, it literally was oh, yeah. just an underdog story that just happened to take place in the boxing universe. Like, no, they didn't really cuss all that much, if if at all. They kept the violence down to just, like, some blackened, swollen eyes and maybe a couple <laughs> cuts here and there. Uh, most most unviolent death scene in a combat <laughs> in combat that I've seen <laughs> with the whole Drago and Apollo situation. But I just think with, you know, where they went with this movie and how they made it still feel like it was a part of the other Rocky movies, even without Rocky being into it, but added its own little spin and being able to now take it into its own direction and start creating its own path still within the whole boxing world. So I thought it was dope. Uh, Michael B. again did a great job, not only acting, but directing really, I, I really think he has a promising career as a director. Can't wait to see what he does on, on that side of things. Uh, his acting was great. The supporting cast with Jonathan Majors, I thought he did a great job. Again, he's just really just turned himself into, you know, one of my personal favorites if he keeps going down this path and starts keep banning up with all those people that I like, with like the Michael B's, the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on a couple planes, so seeing him fly one in Devotion, <laughs> we start having more things in common, so... Uh, Tessa Thompson I'm a big fan of as well so I think you know she did her typical thing and killed this movie almost did a poor transition when I said killed Felicia Rashad I thought she did a (laughs) great job Uh, you know the the points and times that she was in this movie I felt like the story even though it had a build-up that I don't necessarily met what it was trying to build up to in terms of like, oh, what did they go through as kids that led them to have this issue or these unresolved feelings now? Like, once we get the full story of that between Dame and Adonis, I'm like, I I could have called that from the very beginning. <laughs> so that didn't really lead up to it. But I think the how they acted within these personal stakes that they built up into the movie made for uh, a great film to watch from the, the acting standpoint, just from the inter- entertainment standpoint, and then you start to pair that up with the the boxing moments and how those stood out and kind of brought new life again into this franchise. I just thought it was just a dope film all around. So kudos to Michael B., uh, Jonathan Majors, Tessa Thompson, the deaf girl in the movie. <laughs> I forget what her name is. <laughs> Wood Harris. <laughs> <laughs> all of y'all did a great job. So shout outs to y'all. Michael B, a record breaker in his first mm-hmm. directorial debut. He should be arrogant. He should be. Him and <laughs> him and uh what's it called? What's his name? Ryan Coogler. When they be going out to dinners and they just be talking about the stuff that they're working on. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I got I'm the I got the highest grossing movie done by dinner a at, director. Dinner at home. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they live together probably. <laughs> yeah, when they come 
Then when they come in, Michael B. kicks his shoes off. Ryan Cougar already got the remote in his hand. Then your boy Steelo Brim comes over with the apron and the two plates in his hand. Uh, give them their meals because he's Steelo. At, he's at home all day when uh, <laughs> a ridiculousness ain't shooting. Yeah, he go to work for a few hours, film six hundred episodes of <laughs> ridiculousness. Come home, his his fingers be tired because he's too, doing that. Got to rewind reverse. it, hit play. <laughs> I know his face be hurting from all those fake laughs. He be doing that <laughs> Chanel West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> and they felt forced into keeping her around because she worked at Fantasy Factory. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she their little uh, front desk She person? was like the receptionist. <laughs> and that led her to being a rapper. <laughs> See, Stilo had an office at Fantasy Factory. <laughs> she did not. She was getting hit by dodgeballs and stuff. Wait, what was he doing there? I think he had clothes. I think he was friends with. I think he was friends with his cousin, uh, Rob Dyrdek's cousin. So they should be thinking Rob because he just put him on, put them yeah, on the show. And <laughs> you were friends with my my cousin, and you worked in the front desk. I like seeing these like celebrities who bring their friends along, like Adam Sandler. He'll put them in every single movie, even yeah. if no one else wants them in their movies. <laughs> he'll put them in there. Tyler Perry does it. Uh, now Rob Deerdeck be doing it. It's cool when they keep that in Dang, the family. Rest in peace, Big Black. Yeah, because that would be him somewhere on Ridiculousness <laughs> if they was cool. And I believe he was on an episode of Ridiculousness. Oh wait, no, they fell out before that, didn't they? They fell out in between Robin Big and Fantasy Factory, but then they got back cool. Oh, okay. And they was good after that. Well, that's good because we dealing with uh, you know situations in rap where people can't resolve certain issues before yeah. people pass. So that's cool that they was able to resolve that. But with with Creed three, want to focus more in on the boxing scenes um, as we talked about. Great, great, <laughs> great scenes. I don't know why that made me laugh seeing um, Top Gun win Best Sound. <laughs> Just picture the <laughs> like little childish playing sound. <laughs> 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 they was in that. They was they, when they were watching the movie, critiquing the editing and the sound. Like, Whoa, yeah, wait, wait, that plane hit them speakers. That sounds great. <laughs> in that Dolby theater, mm. <laughs> the man, the people who did Devotion, they're like, my plane. I'm gonna say our plane sound the same. <laughs> my plane sound like that, and I ain't getting no. The plane no is a plane. Yeah, how do they decide? What's so different? <laughs> yeah, I, wanna, I do want to be in them rooms, like. All right, your ears heard what I heard. Please explain to me why that vroom or that whoosh was better than this movie. Please explain. Uh, but with the boxing scenes, uh, we both said they were a part or a standout of the movie. Was there like a a part of these anime-inspired boxing scenes that really, really stood out to you or just something that you want to mention to the people that made this film even stronger? Or was there something with those scenes that you're like, I right, kind of went a little bit too far with this <laughs> Reel it back in. Reel it back in. I think I liked most of it. I like seeing the little scenes where they're showing close-ups of bobbing and weaving because that's very much out of a, a, like those animes that are mostly based on like fight tournaments and stuff. And so I can tell he was inspired by that. I like that. I like the scene where they just kind of everything went black and you couldn't see no one in the crowd. It was just... Jonathan Majors and Michael B. And for a very short round, because I don't know if they, <laughs> if it's supposed to be intended that it's sped up that we're seeing it, or was, or they said that's the whole round. 
Yeah, that with the, with that with that final boxing scene, I it was like a minute. It was like forty five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, it was very short. That was the only thing I didn't like about it. It felt very sped up. Um, yeah, like it it starts in like the first round, and then it switched to this very uh, metaphoric imagery style boxing scene, which you know I thought was dope. Yeah, like, sweet. Got the then like the cages uh, forming and like punching them into the cages, and you you start to see their their personal conflicts take place in the boxing ring as they fight through these battles. So how that was portrayed in that scene, I thought was dope. But like you said, it was very short. Swear it was like round one. Okay, a bunch of cool, weird stuff starts happening, and then next thing you know, we're in the last round. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't. Like, okay, cool. But no, I thought that was a dope addition, a way to switch it up, make it feel, make this boxing movie feel different than the other ones. Yeah. That's why this is the highest growth in sports combat, whatever movie of all time, with mm-hmm. the $58 million or whatever it made opening weekend. Mm, crazy. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was dope. I thought how, like we, you know, talked about previously with the, or how they started out the first boxing scene in the movie where you see, okay, now we're starting to, ho- or get close-ups of body parts that are starting to be affected, and you start to get an insight into the mental game that the boxer is playing when they're like, ooh, okay, I can tell he hurt there. Now I'm about to start really jabbing him there, really focusing on that. So I thought the way they did that in the movie was dope. And Jonathan Majors punching people in the forearms. He was being nuts. <laughs> elbowing people in the face. He had he was had straight ruthless techniques. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to fight him. And I'm very surprised that Adonis's boxer who got the brakes beat out of him by uh, Dame ended up being cool with him afterwards. Yeah. I would have thought that man set me up. <laughs> if you know, your boy just c- come out of prison, next thing yeah. you know, he's sparring with me, and then he somehow gets a title shot and then tries to literally break my bones in this fight. And this is the fight that you wanted me to take? Yeah, that's crazy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if y'all gonna if y'all gonna join the heavy eyes, yeah. y'all gonna get the spoiler alerts. There's only so much I can not spoil. We didn't, we didn't say everything, but but uh, but no, I thought it was, I just thought it was dope. Just from a visual standpoint, do some things to make it stand out. You see them anime inspirations, and then also why he went in those directions, just from a you know a mind game. Because in the movie, he's trying to instill in everybody that he's coaching because you know adonis is a retired boxer at this point because he's elderly yeah allegedly <laughs> <laughs> leading his own like uh his own team and whatnot so has his own boxing company and so he got boxers and whatnot under him so he keeps talking to them you know it's a mental game it ain't all about just punching and whatnot so actually seeing that play out in the fights and kind of getting the inside of some of the things that they're thinking about when they're they're fighting in this very combat heavy sport i thought it was that was dope. So it was a way to clash both worlds. So I thought, you know, for a first time, the director to come up with some stuff like this for a a, a sports movie that's been done in so many ways, the same time or the same way. I just thought it was dope. So mm-hmm. shout out to young Mike B. Shout out to the, again the cast, the boxing right. boxing scenes were dope. It was great all around. But we keep saying, or I keep saying, that the the performances were great. You shouted out. You know, Michael B. and Jonathan Majors, you also said something about how you would love to just hang out with those two guys. I never said that. Own just to pick their brain about just stuff. Like, no, he wasn't even talking about the movie that. in general. So I was like, all right, well, no better time to ask. I think we kind of broke. You said you want to see uh, them be in the next Top Gun beach scene. You didn't even say the rest um, of the movie. No. 
I did not I say that. Weird. I never even, I don't even know what beach scene you're referring to. I've right? never seen a Top Gun, and that's a truth. So <laughs> that was all you. You told me about that. That's now, how I, I knew about the, Top Gun. That's how I knew about the beach scene. Because we was just talking about how you were the biggest Jay Ellis fan. No. So I know Jay Ellis don't put out movies all like that. I've seen Jay Ellis <laughs> in one thing and one thing only, this and week. that was, <laughs> and that was Insecure. No, you've seen Jay Ellis once this week. Week and that was you watching reruns of the game. <laughs> I forgot he was on that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And the little actress' name is Mila Davis Kent. All right, well, shout out to Mila Davis Kent because she's going to be, I'm assuming she or a grown up version of her character is going to be starring in some Creed movie here <laughs> in the next some odd years. So get ready to get ready for that. Uh, oh, I were staying on that. I thought if we're going to, you know, try the, to be mature. Real quick, the boy that was playing young Jonathan Major, he's 25. So he was playing a boy. <laughs> and I know he wasn't playing a 25-year-old or anything close to that in that movie. So <laughs> if you uh, also, if you watch the... Um... It's eight years. <laughs> <laughs> to the man. And he did. He did. And he... <laughs> what age was he playing? It had to have been in his teens. Because if he was, well, he was in prison for what, 18 years he said in the movie? <laughs> yeah, this movie get more realistic than what I think about it. <laughs> he, um, he also has a kid with, if you watch the first season of The Circle, uh, Sammy on there. Uh, he has a kid with her in real life. <laughs> a contestant on The Circle? Yes, this actor who's on oh. Grownish and who played young Jonathan Majors. Oh, no. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> He has a kid yeah, with the uh, regulars. young uh, Caucasian lady from the circle. He is in big time movies now. And he's reoccurring on recurring shows. All American. He was on AP Bio. Uh, he, he was, was on, on. Oh, yeah, he was on AP Bio. <laughs> <laughs> he was on The Wonder Years. And he has a very small role in Grownish. You can't be on a show and then go that small of a row. <laughs> He must be just like concerned. He's like, let me take everything. I can I can see him and like Trevor Jackson being somehow friends or something, or him and Diggy. <laughs> he, he knows somebody on that show. And it was like, yo, you want to come be like a frat boy? He's like, ah, sure, I got some time. So he, he so he was in his twenties playing that kid. Who? So he's supposed to be the eighteen years Hold younger on. version. This man was on several episodes of Thirteen Reasons Why. All this is starting to come together. Every I, I, can't, you, I can't see. I don't even. I'm I sure watch that show. I, if I'm not mistaken, he was one of the jocks. Oh, so he was just. So yeah, he was. He specializes in playing athlete. Because <laughs> I, I think, like a football player. I think he was an AP bio. I think he was maybe an athlete in there too. And uh, obviously on All American, he definitely, definitely is an athlete. I could just be lying, but I'm gonna go with my narrative. He always plays athletes. That's racist for one. <laughs> um, I don't like that he played a 18-year <laughs> younger version of Jonathan Majors' character Who's when they're 33 so in real life, but 40 or something in this movie. Because for 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 Creed, for Donis to be old and can't box no more, <laughs> he's in his 30s. I'm really, I'm really trying to figure this out because from let me see if it says it on here. From Creed one to Creed two, they already moved ahead a few years. So then from Creed 2 to Creed 3, his daughter had to have aged seven, seven to eight years. It, it, yeah, she, 
I don't understand. It, it says uh, when they them flashbacks, they were 15 and 18. Yeah, because he did all that jail time. He had to be in a talk. So that would put him at about 36. And Michael B. Would it's their be. ages in reverse. So Michael B. retired from boxing. <laughs> like 30. 30. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. This, I need to chat through this. I shouldn't have looked at this because. <laughs> That man retired at boxing when he was, 30, what, 30? I mean, I know, I mean, I know boxers can retire. I mean, you, can, you can retire whenever you want to. Yeah, but you, this You were in great shape. You didn't have no, you ain't slurring your words. You started late. You <laughs> was doing all the makeshift fights over across the border. So, yes. so in the first one, so if he's merely 33 in this. That means in the first, in the first one, he was, the first one took place in 2015 as well, didn't it? Just like the year it came out, it had to have because when the next one came out in 2018, him and Bianca had they said they've been together together for a couple years now. Hold on, let me try. And so he moved ahead his career a couple years. So he had. So to, he yeah. So he was like 20, 24, 25. They zoomed ahead a couple years, so then he went to about be like twenty eight ish, and then they zoom ahead about seven or eight years. Huh? So how does it? I'm really confused at what this movie. I now I need to have a conversation. I need like some storyboards, some notes that aren't in the movie. I need some background information on the. I'm about to see if Creed Universe timeline. Yeah, that I, shouldn't <laughs> exist with three movies. Creed Universe. Because I, I start going back and looking at the fact that okay. Damien came out of prison, was very ungrateful, and wanted a title shot immediately, which doesn't happen in any sport. But he knew a guy, and so he was able to get this title fight immediately, played dirty throughout that whole fight, won, became the heavyweight champion of the world or whatever he was, lightweight champion, and then got the guy who gave up his belt to go into retirement to come out of retirement very easily to get another heavyweight title shot <laughs> if y'all want me to really piece together the logic in this movie no vinyl days <sighs> you hear what I did logic yes vinyl day how old is Adonis yeah. in Creed 3 let me see let's see Adonis Johnson's Creed's age in the Creed trilogy is unclear <laughs> Clearly, especially as some claims about how old Adonis is in the third film don't add up. <laughs> First film starts off in 1998 when Adonis is a child in juvenile detention and his passion for fighting on trailer film flashes to the present day 2015 as an adult. Creed 2018, three years later. Unless this kid is like magically four or five in that movie, but. She's doing a lot of talking than to be that age. All right, this says, this is, this says Adonis is 39 years old in Creed 3. So then that would make, what's his name in his 40s? This is crazy. Which okay. would follow his actual age. He should be in real life. This is nuts. <laughs> this is, uh, Adonis' age is hard to pin down. It was never confirmed in the first film. And when it was stated in the second film, it didn't make sense with the timeline. How old did they say he yeah, was in that? He's the second movie. A quick online search of Adonis Creed birthday revealed he was born June 1st, 1986, which means in the year 2023 he would be turning 37. 
However, Jordan has confirmed that Creed 3 will have a significant time jump from the second film. While Creed 2 came out only five years ago, the third installment takes place seven years af- after the previous film. So this movie takes place in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's, just, he's just doing what he wants. Yeah. Uh, so based on his either 38 or 39, depending on what time of the year the film takes place. It's unclear. <laughs> Yo, if this movie would have came out a little bit earlier, if like the pand- pandemic didn't mess anything up, we would have been even more confused. This says, let's see. First movie looked around 12 and 98. So, so that uh, would add up. Uh, however, this age never confirmed, though he's clearly out of college when he's working his off job quit. He, oh, and it says things get confusing in Creed 2 when Adonis is preparing to fight. Danny Wheeler, uh, the teller tape that appears on the screen reveals that Adonis is 28. The movie takes place in 2018. That means Adonis was born in 1980. <laughs> that can't be possible if his father died in 1985. He also looks a lot older than just eight years old at the beginning of the first Creed. <laughs> yeah, this, they... this movie's just... Somewhere wrong. Yeah, they say, you know what? We're going to favor storyline over uh, timeline. And then we're just going to roll with that. But where y'all getting these numbers from? Then y'all can just do it whatever you want. Vin Diesel was over. He got a black kid in this uh, fast. Yeah, black experience. kid, white, baby mama. This is unbelievable. I don't know. So what race is Vin Diesel? He's trying to tell He's you. His car. <laughs> when your car, your, child, your car child can be any color. Yeah, when you're superhuman, the powers start to just morph together and you just can put out whatever you want. But that baby was not looking like it was light skin in fast Seven? Eight? Fate of the Furious? <laughs> Whatever one. It is not possible because of who the baby mama is. Part of me thinks if Jason Statham thought that kid had a little light skin, he wouldn't have been trying to save him in that plane when he was swinging the carriage all throughout that plane and doing some <laughs> crazy fight scenes. I'm not saying Jason Statham was racist. Just will think he would give a little bit less effort. Um. <laughs> Uh, right now that I've done got thrown off by the Creed yeah, that, that, that timeline is nuts <laughs> Pistachios Oh my gosh well, Someone who's probably trying to rack their brain out about everything Creed at this point is Sylvester Stallone Because uh, he's not in this movie Barely mentioned um, This first time that he's not in any Rocky related movie He said initially that it was because of where they were go- taking the story But then it also or Then he also revealed that he kind of regretted it and he just got beef with the other producer that holds the rights to the Rocky franchise. And he's not liking what he's doing with the universe. So after this movie came out, regardless if you think Sylvester Stallone's seen it or not, do you think he's rolling over in his king-size bed? <laughs> or do you think he could appear somewhere in a next Creed movie? I think he'll appear again. Because it don't sound like his. he ain't got no issue with Michael B. His issues with that other man. And so I think it'll figure out how to get it squashed or squared away or something. Somebody's going to make it right. You think they're going to have to do one of those like Apollo uh, Rocky boxing movies to, or boxing matches to like clear the air so they get Michael B. and Sylvester Stallone put the gloves on in the I ring? Don't, he doesn't need – Rocky doesn't need to be boxing anymore. <laughs> you can't, you can't pitch – what if they do a Rocky versus Creed movie? Like they've had enough. Like for some reason they beefing. And they just battle it out in the ring. Fit a hundred year old Rocky 
20 to 40 year old Adonis Creed can't can't nail down what his age is at this point. <laughs> you, think, you think you can see a, a, a boxing match like that in a movie? Maybe. I think I think they're gonna connect all this. So I think Adonis Creed's gonna get killed in the anime, and so then. See Rocky gets custody of uh, the, the, for some reason he gets custody instead of just going to his wife he gets custody of the little girl and then he has to teach her boxing and then just cycle keeps continuing uh, the boxing is definitely coming out because within this new Creed universe I feel like of course he's, it's either Adonis is not going to be comfortable boxing or training her to be a boxer or he is but he's not like, I feel like I can't get the most out of her so who can I go to to really get that push, that spark to beat Layla Ali in this Creed 4 or 5? He's going to go to Rocky. Rocky going to be barely on one leg because he was battling cancer, losing his leg. He's already old. And the next thing you know, he beat the cancer by the next movie and he got all his hair back and whatnot, walking around all fine. <laughs> so this time, he's going to probably be on one leg. Kane still got the hat on, still throwing that ball up in the air, but he's starting to have to run after it because he throws it up. He can't catch it. It go down the street, so you gotta go run after it. But he's gonna he's gonna get him into train young Creed, and he's gonna be like, Nah, I'm too old. I can't do this no more. I never done it with like a, a woman boxer before, so I don't even know if my brain can handle all that. <laughs> so, you went southern. I sound like southern. Turn Rocky into Elmer Fudd. That was a spot on impersonation. I just gave him a little southern twang. After I watched him. After I watched Glass Onion, I could not stop talking like um, like Daniel Craig. And I, his voice was it felt more exaggerated than in the first one. He was having a field day in that movie. He's, he's enjoying doing a New Orleans accent. Oh man, uh, he was having a field day with that accent in that movie. I can see in one of these creeds that there was like a celebrity boxing match and then Jonathan Majors and uh, Sylvester Stallone fight in it and kills Rocky. <laughs> nah, he ain't going to want to die in the movie. Uh, that would be a way for them to bring da – because Damien, I feel like he's coming back. <laughs> now, how much he comes back for, is that price tag going to keep rising? Yeah, after his back-to-back -back, uh, box office weekends. <laughs> he said, you better do what Marvel does and get me in for a six-pitcher deal off rip because <laughs> if you try to come back to me, yeah. that number going to raise. Like uh, your boy Fat Joe said. Yes, today's price and yesterday, whatever you're saying about today's and the yesterday <laughs> price and all that nonsense applies here. Uh, but now that would be that would be funny seeing Damien and Rocky doing a little celebrity bow. He accidentally kills them because they uh, both hoes <laughs> right. in this universe. <laughs> Adonis is like, I thought we squashed it after I beat you up, but now I got to do it again. So that's when the sequel comes, and now they're mad at each other again, and then they hug, kiss it out at the end, whatever they do. Yuck! That's, I didn't watch it in the movie. I wasn't asleep, though. I was just tuning out. <laughs> All right, so we kind of tackled in uh, or kind of dived into this alleged Creed universe that has been created. But after those lovely box office numbers came out, of course, the production company is like, yep, all right. Creed Universe, active development, anime project coming, TV show coming, uh, spinoff movie or next movie, something, whatever, down the line. So... Based off of what we know so far and what we can guess, 
what's some ideas that you think we're going to see in the Creed universe? Or is the next movie going to be with the, the, the lady boxer daughter? Or we're going to see Adonis being Creed Four on his own, battling somebody else, or a new boxer, or an android boxer? He already or, came out of retirement once, so they can't keep doing that. Right, yeah. Where's, where's his boxing story going to go? Is it going to be next? Is he just going to train? Is he going to put the top hat on and have the the bouncing ball, throwing it up in the air? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's going to be his daughter next. The show, the live action show, is probably going to be that boxer that he's just all of a sudden cool with <laughs> <laughs> that he fought, uh, uh, the Drago. Um, I don't see no Drago TV show. That actor has not spoke words in these movies. Yeah, because he ain't no real actor. <laughs> right, so I, I, if he gets his own sort of spinoff show. I, I don't know why movie. I have a feeling he's going to be like Drago Brothers. Like he has a brother. Oh, and then they're going to utilize that brother, use an actual actor to play the brother in. That's going to be as unbelievable as uh, Damien getting a title shot 3,000 times in his first uh, attempt. Because the first Drago couldn't speak. When he started speaking English, it didn't make anything much better. And then this new Drago can't speak either and doesn't speak. So y'all just magically going to have a sibling or a brother or a relative that's just automatically great at English, great actor. I, just, I don't see it. Now, the anime, that's I'm going to be curious about that because is it going to be realistic? Is it because that don't exist in anime? So. <laughs> yeah, where, where, where are y'all going to go with this? Is it going to be like, what if? Type of y'all's yeah, I can see, I can see it being a little. It got to be because if it's, I don't want to see a cartoon boxing show really, (laughs) and you know they do got animes that are about like basketball. One which I looked for recently and it was nowhere to be found. It was available in subtitles, but not at this time am I listening to the Japanese. Uh, speaking, (laughs) how was an anime boxing show going to look like? Is it going to be NBA Jam? Uh, there ain't flames going through basketball hoops <laughs> or people jumping from the free throw line consistently. I don't know. We're gonna be watching. I wanted to there. watch it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was my predictions for the Creed Creediverse. Man, they should get uh, what's his name? Aaron McGruber. He, yeah, Gruder, whatever his name is, he, he, he got some anime experience. Uh, oh, that show will be funny. Go, 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 let him do this Creed movie. <laughs> what he been doing? Besides, I'm sorry, he's like drawing something or writing something, but he definitely ain't doing no more Boondocks yeah, after all this nonsense. Messed up. So. I can't stand <laughs> that production company that uh, would get the rights to Boondocks. Like, uh, they mess it up every time. Like we got it. All right, we uh, we promise we doing something good with it. HBO Max <laughs> don't do no better. <laughs> Didn't help that John Witherspoon passed, but then they wouldn't just give the role to John Witherspoon's son. Yeah, That's ridiculous. It. Like the same way we made uh, Ice Cube, little Ice Cube earn the role of Cube. We gonna make you earn this. <laughs> you don't want it then. <sighs> and I'm, I'm feeling like uh, they starting to pigeonhole young. Uh, what's his name? Young Ice Cube. <laughs> oh yeah, O'Shea. Yeah, I see. He he's actively trying to remove this stigma that he's his father's son. But then every time I see you just move and dress like him, yeah, you same like, same guy, <laughs> just like his dad did Anaconda. He did Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you, you try it, but then you go right back into what you're trying to avoid. Can't you can't run. You can't run from it. <laughs> so, right, it's gonna be interesting to see where his career goes. But you know, all right, pushing forward. Um, so within this movie, like we mentioned, uh, Adonis's daughter is uh, deaf, so they do a lot of sign language speaking in this movie. There's probably like ten to fifteen movies that are minutes at one point that's just straight sign language, no no words spoken. 
this is almost a sign language movie. <laughs> so should they show this movie during their like sign language school? Like <laughs> like how you know whenever you're in like Spanish class, that one movie you know you're gonna watch is Selena. <laughs> <laughs> so when they teach you how to throw up on them things with your fingers, are they going to show Creed 3? It's like a good example of, here's some great um, sign language done in cinema. I mean, might as well they show that, Eternals. Um, them like two prominent ones I can think of in my very limited <laughs> type of movies I watch. <laughs> Did you ever take like sign language in school? I don't think so, even though I know I learned some, like some letters or something, but I can't remember if I did that in school or not. I took Italian. <laughs> some of the random classes. I went to one of those uh, free spirit type of schools. Uh, you want to take Italian? Go ahead. Italian <laughs> dance. You can take Italian, dance, steel drums, uh, robotics. And that's your afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere in there do I say math, <laughs> reading, social studies. <laughs> you got to get all the important stuff out. Wood shop. You got to get all that type of stuff done. <laughs> Go to the next school. They're like, did you take this? Nah, but I, I can kill them bongo drums. Yeah. Or you want me to dance? I, I can, can do an interpreter. I can, dance. I, can des- I can design a dress. <laughs> that I can put said dress on and do a cool interpretive dance that I have you thinking some things. I can't believe they used to for- forced to do dance class. It's not even like a choice. That was crazy. Yeah, that's not extracurricular. That is mandated. That used to make me so mad. I would see my schedule. I'm like, no! <laughs> dance this semester. <laughs> I got, a, the, <laughs> I got a book. I used to be faking injuries. I used to do the bare minimum in there. Yo, having those little uh, those classes where you're doing a lot of activities during the middle of the school day that's, cracks me that's, up. It's stink. Yeah, and keep in mind, <laughs> sweaty. Gym was almost every day. I had dance and gym, just <laughs> funking up the whole school, probably. <laughs> having gym and every art. day is nuts. I got wake. I, my art class used to be in the morning. I get to school. Take out my pencils and <laughs> protractors and stuff and get to drawing immediately, doing clay modes and stuff. That's how you start the day. And then we mixed in a little bit of the mother classes. Then then it was lunch or homeroom or something. And then it was right back to the business, dancing <laughs> and, and playing dodgeball and <laughs> playing dr- I don't know how, because sometimes we would have band our art elective all within the day. Where how short of the yeah. uh, period was math and stuff? I do that all in one class. <laughs> Important stuff is all in one class, forty five minutes. You come home, your parents like you got any homework? Yeah, I got work on my dance routine. Slap this drum a little bit. What about math? Oh, we didn't even touch on that today. I really did have to practice a snare drum. That's crazy. They wanted y'all to do everything in a band. Y'all do the music. Y'all do the performance side. <laughs> Some of y'all even do the music side, like the singing and the vocals. That, is, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, I like the art class. <laughs> <laughs> Those art schools. <laughs> All right. Well, to end off this very uh, in-depth Creed three conversation, I want you to rank the three Creed movies for me from worst to best. So what's the worst Creed movie all the way up into the best. I'm not even going to try to get you to uh, put those Rocky movies in there. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it gets too blurry. Yeah, once you start hitting uh, the one where he wasn't boxing and he was training that kid. <laughs> like, all right. Okay. I'm going to go 2-3-1 just off the top of my head. I'm putting three 
at two because I don't want to be a prisoner a moment just while I put at one or something. And but I know I've really liked that first one, and then because the third one is so fresh for me, I have to put it above two, which had that standout first. 10, 10 minutes or so where I felt like they forgot how to act. <laughs> but I enjoy all those movies. Now, I agree uh, with you. I would have the same ranking, and I actually rewatched them all, so I got a fresh fresh view on it. But uh, yeah, I would have to put the second one as the worst one. Still a great movie. Still really enjoyed it, but the villain wasn't as strong. It was more of just the, the build-up relationship with Adonis and... Bianca and Adonis and Rocky, so kind of taking it from that perspective and him just battling a uh, an unbeatable force, per se, from his past as well as his, in the physical presence. So still a good movie, but not the greatest. Number two, I would put Rocky 3, or not Rocky 3, <laughs> Creed 3. <laughs> they really should make Creed versus Rocky. Or Rocky has a long, long, long lost son, not a, what's his name, and it's Vin Diesel. And I can Vin, see it. Vinny D. And Both can't speak. <laughs> that's why I want uh, I wanted Rocky to play uh, Vin Diesel's dad. And uh, there's still time, and they can do anything they want to. I already gave him the template, and I described that movie is called Dom, the final <laughs> final installment of the Fast Saga, <laughs> and it's about. Dom and his dad, played by Sylvester Stallone, and the little boy, but all grown up. Mm-hmm. I didn't cast him, I don't think. Them trying to uh, travel across <laughs> cross country to get to, I forget what I called it, but like a promised land type thing. To <laughs> to, to, with a MacGuffin, as I'm calling it in there, because I didn't <laughs> to finally stop Cypher and her team led by Dracula, who was played by Jason Momoa in mine, but I got to recast him, I guess. Just go ahead and bring uh, Nicolas Cage over. I might as well. <laughs> I may on. mess around and have Jonathan Majors play Dracula now, since he's the hot new thing. Don't and he's a, And he's a young 33. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, he can play the old character for years. He can play anything. <laughs> He's on stuff except for younger than himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, 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 that's no, no, no. over. That's why they had a another grown man play a kid version of <laughs> Yeah, these, those that age combination is nuts. But do not let Mahershala get any more mad at what's going on with Blade. I saw somewhere said he's making changes to the movie. I'm like, okay, Mahershala, now you getting a little wild. I was on your side for a little bit, but you making changes and demands? Yeah, I know you a script man. <laughs> You ain't Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy put in his blood, sweat, and tears with the first two Venoms. Yo, saying you put your blood, sweat, and tears to Venom 2, and that had to have been the quickest. I can't almost say crickets. (laughs) What is that? A slur. slur. Uh, Slur to his handicapped people. (laughs) Crickets. Oh, nuts. It's pistachies. That's nuts. Peanuts. <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I can see one of your favorite you know, rappers saying see, that type of stuff. I can see an R&B dude or a pop dude Hold jumping on. on a song and spin bars and saying that. I gotta go through see who I listened to recently who said one of the worst bars. I, I, who was it? 
I'm right, telling I was you. Think of it in the background. Yachty got the best album and the worst bar of the year, all in one. <laughs> <laughs> Not a few. There's only a few people who can do that, and he's one of them. Who was this? The weekend's known to be always be up there. If I would, if I would give him credit for some of the whack lines he said, he'd be up there. It might have been on that new Ray Shrimmer song. I got pulled him. Uh, def- that, that, I, that's likely. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't listened to it, but I can hear it. Oh yeah, I'm, this ain't music. But somebody who got a good album, <laughs> she need to work with Mike Will from now on, always. Because Miley Cyrus's album oh, is yeah. actually really, it's actually really good. I ain't listen to it. <laughs> I was like, Mike Will know how to get, he know how to get her yeah, in her he zone. Get the best out of her. Uh, that what's her name? What's that one girl named Callie Yukis? Cal- Cal- oh yeah, her album is really good too. Uh, Who's talking about those? Uh, I truly don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, we was talking about. Been uh, uh, vehicle identification number diesel being in um, <laughs> playing Rocky Sun or something. <laughs> that made me think when you said a, an adult version of his kid, the guy from um, from Scream, the black dude who's in these two Scream movies, uh, Omar Epps, Omar or Cuba Gooden Jr. son, son, I think that's his son. What is this? He's in. He's the black dude in Scream, or the light skinned dude in Scream. He was also. He used to play like high schoolers and shows. I don't know if you watched. <sighs> I know you've seen Love Simon, so I'm assuming you've seen. Uh, that's your favorite movie, though. Love Henry. What's that? Early. T- what's the TV show version love, of Love Victor? <laughs> yeah, he's on that show. If you've seen that, well, I know you've seen that. I definitely ain't seen that. Well, the black dude in those, I can picture him playing an adult version of this kid that they have being Dominic Toretto's son <laughs> in Fast X. So seeing him be Dominic Toretto's son with Sylvester Stallone being their top of their lineage would be classic. I'm looking for this. Oh, I, I was supposed I, to be ranking. I was, I was not done ranking these movies. Oh yeah, Creed what? two and the, or Creed three and then Creed one. Because <laughs> before I forget again, I don't think this is the line I was uh, talking about, but I I did find a line in my search where he said two hundred on the dash, no Stacy. That that was Slim Jimmy and this new Ray Shrimmer song, which I thought I saw something said that Eminem um, approved them sampling Stan. I don't know if this was a, I didn't re, I didn't click into the headline, but I saw. <laughs> I don't want to know if that is true, and I don't even want to hear the song that is being sampled, because if they try to do their own version of Stan... I was scared it was this song, but when I heard it, I'm like, this don't got no Stan written over it. I can go ahead and sample Ditto, Dido, whatever her name is, but... I don't want to hear them even have that hook or nothing. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Yeah, that That'd be tough to stomach. <laughs> well, I'd just be just truly just, just especially mad if Slim Jimmy head. got a rap on it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Sway Lee. I just don't even want to hear Sway Lee crooning over something like that. But I definitely don't want to hear Slim Jimmy talking about, "Yo, I was at the club and you kept trying to buy me bottles and take pictures with me." <laughs> nah, I'm good. Slim Jimmy, Shrimp Life. Uh, all right. Well, anything else with Creed that we need to? Tackle on before we head on out of here. Not that I can think of. All right. Well, for those listening, if you got any ideas of of a way that we can rank these movies that stay in with the theme, go ahead, 
shoot us over a uh, how, what do the kids say a comment or uh, <laughs> slide in my DMs. I don't know what y'all kids be doing. Send me a TikTok video, uh, uh, email. That's how other folks it, do it. Sh- shoot me an email. <laughs> shoot me a letter. Shoot me. A- yeah. Send me a letter to my PO box. <laughs> And I'll get it in a few months, and then I'll respond back in a few months. All right, well, we at the end of Heavy Eyes where the eyes are starting to get mad heavy. Yeah. <laughs> at, at weekday, is yeah, yeah, weekday yeah. work it's life starting, is starting it's, to it's, catch up. It's setting in and don't feel like it fucked last week. <laughs> we probably still fatigued from last yeah. time. All right, well, I, right. I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs>